Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Gladys and Schichter. Hi, everybody. Uh, it's a bo- bonus round eight. Bonus, boo, boo, boo. I don't have a sound <laughs> for bonus round Bonus round eight. You know you can always edit that in post, right? I could. Oh, don't tell them that. Like, now they'll expect like it. we're going to do that. Do you want me to just get like a, like a boat? Like There's been 200 episodes, and how many edits has there been? Uh, actually, a lot. More than you would expect, honestly. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot than you think. A lot more than you actually think. I keep a lot in there, but there's there's edits. I edit large swaths of stuff out. So weird pops and whatnot. Pops? Yeah, pops like Mike pops. Popping, popping peas. Uh, not yes. pea popping. No, not with my my mic guard and stuff like that. So. Yeah, we have a lot less pops since we've gotten the, the guards. Yeah, I have one as well. Yeah. Hurry for hand me down. Podcasting equipment. <laughs> I mean, you got the hand-me-down computer and the microphone. Yeah, I, I'm not complaining. No, I would, I would have like a, like a, like a Dell or something like that. If oh, I why? <laughs> I mean, like I just would have oh, something it's the that worst. Like, I would like to buy a computer well, and just like get computer. <laughs> oh, they, to be fair, Dell's not the worst. You could get an Alienware. Uh, They're not terrible. They're just overpriced. Oh. They're owned by the same company. I thought like you could only I know, be. That's what I, said. I thought you could only be a gamer if you have alien computer stuff. I'm not yeah. old enough to have that. Back in the early 2000s, when they were their own <laughs> company. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Half Life Two on this bad boy? Slap. <laughs> nah, nah. The real thing is, can it run Crisis? Yeah, that, that was really that was truly the test back then. Yeah, can it run Crisis? It was for like a decade, and it still is. They still use it as a benchmark. So yeah. So we are gathered here for MR bonus round eight to kind of carry on some of the conversations that we didn't get to on episode two hundred because like we had some pre or is it game show tech chat. gaming tech chat. Welcome to gaming tech chat. We're <sighs> That's fine. You can just interrupt me. It's, it's great. So we recorded uh, Mouse Radio podcast episode two hundred, and we didn't have time to like chat about all the things that. You know, all the like nostalgic, warm, fuzzy things that we wanted to talk about. So we, we listened to music instead. Yeah, we listened to music and we, we played an awesome game. Mm-hmm. I'm very pleased with how the game show went. It was a lot of fun. And for the first time, I feel like my contribution was like worthwhile on the show. Like, I feel like if I wasn't there, it wouldn't have been as good, which is like the first time I've ever <laughs> thought that. Which is weird because, like, every show you've been involved with, which is basically all of them for the past couple of years, it's been that way. I mean, if anything, people would probably want you on the show more often. That is true. Well, if that's the case, uh, send that send that email show at maelstromradio.com or tweet us. <laughs> you, have, you, you have more to season on the show. You have to write. <laughs> Right into if our P.O. Go, box. <laughs> <laughs> if we get any correspondence about that, I will be very surprised. So we'll nope. see. We'll see so, how that goes. Somebody listens to this and then sends us emails. You know what to do. Uh, you say that in jest, but I've made that same joke before, and then people started saying that they wanted to see more of me, and now I have a solo stream. So just be warned. <laughs> it's true. That's how that works. I know. Like uh, In our Discord, there's like... I made my own little thread about Susan's gaming thoughts and stuff. And the talk of like Susan game stream came up by somebody, but I just don't know. I don't know if I would want to do that. Susan Discord game stream. It's for exclusive subscribers to our Discord. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I've been looking, I've been uh, researching more after watching the, um, what was it called? The, The Wholesome Direct. Mm-hmm. That had the listing of like all the different like non non zo- non zombie <laughs> non horror like non shooty things. What did like, you 
What did you game? tell me? Like every game, every game ever has been like a space zombie game. And I got yes, so upset. <laughs> I got so upset because I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> like us and everybody else that's loved Dead Space, we're like, where are they? <laughs> where? There's only been one, Ooh. and it's, it was good. <laughs> to be fair, so like a lot of games now are zombies. Like even Call of Duty went to the whole zombie thing, and it's just like stop. It's true. Uh, Not and, just and, a zombie thing. Like I'm saying, Call of Duty, stop! Like, just yeah. Give so up. I, I watched it, the yeah. uh, I watched the wholesome direct and was like, oh, there's like actually games that I would be interested in out there. There's How about that? <laughs> so one of the games that I saw in there was a game called Unpacking. So I'm like, do yeah. I want to buy Unpacking? And then like, do I want to stream Unpacking in the Mouse Radio Discord? I've seen some pl- gameplay of it on TikTok, and it, it looks pretty. Uh, yeah, it definitely it, it seems definitely like a, like a Susan game. Because yeah. uh, also I've been looking into this game called A Little to the Left, which Peter thinks I would not like, but then I tried the demo and I'm like, I love this game and I can't wait for the full version to come out because I just want to like <laughs> be, do little be, like be, arranging puzzles. <laughs> because during the stream, they're like, oh, as the game goes on, it, the puzzles will get more difficult. And I'm like, oh, that's that's the part that I worry about. Well, that's when, that's when I can like call you in and be like, hey, help me with this puzzle. Then that's a nice bonding moment that we can have together. <laughs> Yeah, but you're going to be playing it when I'm not here, and you'll be frustrated. <laughs> so when I get home, you're going to be like, I hate this dumb game. Oh, well, no. I, that's not necessarily true, though. Like, there's, there's puzzle games, and as you kind of go through them, they get harder, yes. But, I mean... You and, like, as, as you, you play go. more, you understand their puzzle logic better. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know you know Monument Valley on, on the iPhone or on iOS, right? Yes. Cool. Really, really great puzzle game. Isometric, like, it, it's that weird. And, and it makes you think... And it's one of those games that, like, it does get more challenging as you go. It, it is. It's, do you know? Go ahead. I, and my mother, who is not a gamer, who has now beat It Takes Two. Yeah, which uh, is, and, I mean, that's... Which that's, was... She's also gone through all of the Monument Valley games and beaten them all. And she loved them. See, I, I've never even heard of that game before. I, no I idea what never would have guessed that she'd be into that sort of thing, but... She is. She's That's looking cool. for more games like it. If anyone has suggestions, uh, maybe uh, she would like a little to the left. Maybe she would like possibly. Black- she can play the demo and see if she likes it. She could try. <laughs> uh, she could try Black Box on uh, iPhone as well. I know, like the Room is another great series for phones. It is, yeah. Um, it's like yeah, like the, there's a lot of stuff. I, I think if I can figure out how to get them to play it, I would try to recommend it. Um, we were here. All right. So we had a list of some things that we wanted to talk about on episode 200, but like didn't get to, and then trying to get them into this episode. But as you can see, we go on a lot of tangents about things. So this could lead to the question. So uh, some non final fantasy 14 topics that you want to try and talk about on future podcast episodes. Cause like we're a final fantasy 14 podcast, but we're kind of not because we tend to talk about a lot of other things. In addition to Final Fantasy. I mean, I feel like you guys do a good job of, like, linking the two together. But, you know, we're not beholden to only talk about Final Fantasy fourteen on the podcast. And I think the audience has accepted that and they're okay with it. So, uh, what are some ideas that you guys may have had for episode topics that you haven't gotten to yet that you might want to get to in the future? I mean, we've kind of gone all over the place with this. We've had <laughs> discussions around, like, I know one thing that Peter and I are both fairly, uh, we, have, we both have strong opinions on is, like, gaming and community. Um, and I remember one of the topics that we had in a previous episode that we wanted to revisit was, like, the concept of as MMOs grow and they get these very large audiences, how it kind of changes the dynamics of the player base itself uh, because when you have these smaller games, these indie games, or like alpha releases, early release, early access, uh, a lot of the community is very tight knit, and you kind of know most of the people around, or it, it feels like it's a lot more friendly. Everyone's helping out, and as the game grows and grows and grows, that feeling kind of goes away. Um, but if you look for it, it doesn't really disappear. It's more that it just shifts from the entire community to a smaller subset of that community and you have to kind of find which niche you kind of fit into 
Um, well, I and feel I know like Discords kind of have really like more. filled a, a need for that because now like you can find like a little Discord pocket for like right. anything. Same sort of idea, right? Like it, it, it kind of goes away from like the whole community is like this, and there's just one community for everyone. To you have to find your your sub community, your little group. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a topic I think that we both kind of want to talk about more in the future as as one example. Um, yeah, because like people say, the Final Fantasy fourteen community, but like, is there really one? It seems like each there used to be each Final Fantasy like content creator kind of has their own little cluster. But I, and I, I don't know. I I feel like years ago there was kind of more this concept of like a unified community. It wasn't really unified in that sense, but it felt a lot smaller. So people were more. It, it was more homogenous community in that sense. Whereas now we've had a huge influx of players the last few years. There's a lot more people playing. There's a lot more to do. We have had two amazing expansions with so much more content added into the game. Uh, there's so much to do for so many different types of play styles and people. So uh, much more it, coming it, soon after the yeah. like we're recording this on July 2nd. Yep. And like yesterday's live letter had like a whole chock full of like new stuff that's going like, to be coming out over the next few months. I mean, well, go ahead. And on Tuesday, on July 4th, July 5th here, we're getting cross data center travel as well. So the world just became much bigger. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Even though we just, we all boosted um, <laughs> Belmont <Hey>. alt. <laughs> now we don't really need to use them because we could just take our main characters over there now, which is pretty yeah. awesome. It, it, Did they all- say, like, is there going to be some new communication method in game to be able to talk no. to people? No, no not it's yet. just it's just the same that. We have now. Yeah. Uh, but now is it when you put up a party finder, will other people on other I, things be able to see it? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just goes from like what used to be um, like cross world. So you'd see all of your the worlds in your area. Mm-hmm. It's now going to be all the worlds in your data center. Yeah. Cause, I mean, that's, I like hope the, that's going to help for, for queues and things. Should, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like I, I knew that was coming, but I guess I didn't really think that through about what that's going to mean and how that's going to look in game now. Peter. And we're all just like deep in I, thought about that. <laughs> no, well, I don't I know what they, Susan kept talking, so I, I didn't know when to jump in. So. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't like, stop you any other time. <laughs> well, I was letting you speak. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> now, now you have time to speak. Do I? <laughs> yes. Uh, You're waiting. The 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 whole scope of the content in the game, right? Like you you mentioned, the game's getting more content. With that content, that thins out what people do or choose to do in the game, and that then divides the community even further. Not in a bad way. Like it, it's it's just I like. There's people that do high end rating, right? But they may not want to deal with getting eight, you know, seven other people like they have three close friends. And now with that new criterion dungeon, which is uh, a, a mix between a mix of Guild Wars 2 dungeon system and WoW's mythic dungeon system, it's that's their high end content. You, you can go do that. And yeah, it, now you only need them, four people. There. Yeah, they're going to start with two and add more as they go. No, yeah, there's two types of it. There was the Criteria Dungeon and there was something else. The Criterion is the high end and there's a normal version. Normal version, I, they oh, say. Wasn't could... there like normal, hard, and then like yeah, the, yes. the really, really hard one? Yes. So there's, there's a Savage. So yeah. you, the normal version, you can go one to four players. So you can do it solo. You can do it up to four. And I, I don't think party composition matters with that. It's the higher end version. You can swap in. You can, you can swap your party in the dungeons. In the dungeons. Oh, I feel like there has high to be a future stream of like the three of us going into this new dungeon thing. High, high end, on the other <laughs> yes. end, on high end, it's locked. So you need one tank, one healer, two DPS. Uh, so and no party finder. No party finder. So it is, it is truly... It, it might be very difficult. I, you know, it depends. And there's a timer and you have to defeat mobs in a certain amount of time or else you die. There was no one healing. mode where like you're not allowed to die at all, right? Yeah, you can't heal. You can't res. I'm sorry, you, can, the, you can heal, you can't res. Mode. Yeah, in the savage mode, you can't res. So I mean we've been you through don't that. Need to before, res in the right? normal modes either. So and you don't, but I'm interested in that. I poke my head in there. I feel like there'll be more yeah. in-depth discussion about 
the live letter stuff on the next podcast on July 15th. Is that fair to say? Yeah, we'll break Probably. stuff down. I definitely <laughs> want to talk about Hildebrand and how salty the community is. Unless something else comes up between now and then, because you know who knows. And that's even true. But even to get into, like, you know, we've been dabbling in EverQuest a little bit, like, and seeing how <laughs> how that game is played versus like Final Fantasy, where the camaraderie and the community, like, you could easily say, like, oh yeah, this is much much smaller, more like you have more downtime, so you have more time to chat with people and talk to people. Where Final Fantasy is a little more go, 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 go. Uh, yeah, so like Final Fantasy fourteen, you can play by yourself and like pretty much be able to do most of the things. Like EverQuest, if I went in there by myself with like no friends and no clue, like I would just leave like this, this isn't for me. <laughs> you could do it. It would just take forever and be very difficult and be frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> And thus wouldn't be fun. And I think that's the difference <laughs> with Yeah, like um, I, I've had no desire to go to log on like by myself without you guys. <laughs> well, no, it's not really set. I mean, there's certain classes that can get away with it, but even then that game's not really set up for single there's like again, it's not like super set up for like single person gameplay. It's set up for like the intent of uh working together, not working solo um it's it's funny because i just saw recently a a, a wow dev uh speak on a speak on a uh a spell that priests get and they at, at a personal level say they were upset to see the community you know you know complaining about it because of dps meters and they said to them, it's like, you know, MMOs are supposed to be based on, you know, not your personal gain and the and then gains over the other. It's about working together to conquer, you know, a dungeon or a raid. And he's so like, what they felt people felt like this one job had a better thing than everybody yeah, else. Yes. And in, instead of how it could and he said it's in, designed to work with other people. So it's kind of like think it's like dancer giving a buff and then like your DPS goes up because of other people and then other people's DPS goes up. So same concept, right? Like it, it like it's not about you know, oh the you know, I did more DPS than you. It's more about like in the developer's mind like the you know, how how can I create something that for a group aspect, right? Like in D&D, like my, you know, I have spells that heal the group, but I also have a lot of spells that buff the group and can assist the group. Um, and it's it's stuff like that, right? Like it's all teamwork based in combat. Like none of us, when we we do a fight, none of us are trying to like be the best and kill the thing, uh, or like have higher DPS. It's all based on dice rolls, but it's it really is like how as a team can we work together? Um, it's the right. same in EverQuest. And and I think that was the point that Dev for a while was making, you know, that's the same point. And it's the same for Final Fantasy, right? Like, like that, I think that's why, like, it, it, I mean, people, I think it's one of the reasons why people are so, like, upset about, like, DPS meters uh, or wanting them in the game or, like, from for terms of service purposes and, and everything else. It's People want to know they're doing well, uh, but it's the double-edged sword. It's like, how do we break away from that con- that mindset of like, you know, it's a rat race, and it's more instead of the rat race, it's about the group dynamic, and that's that's I think the harder harder part. Uh, and I can understand that devs. Being upset, I can understand that. Like you're creating something, and the people are like, "No, dumb, don't like." <laughs> Does make it, every they're better than me, and I don't like. <laughs> I think we can definitely get into this a lot more in a future episode. Like, yeah, like you said, I, I think balance has gone away from a set of checks and balance. Uh, like balance used to be, how can these people play together? How can these classes play together? And synergize in different ways to accomplish different things. Mm-hmm. So, like, your bard can't go through and solo all this stuff really easy, but it can buff everyone else and make it them really useful. 
your healer can't do damage worth anything, but they can keep someone alive indefinitely. Whereas today, like, and that's more like that EverQuest model, but today in more Final Fantasy, it's moved away from how can these classes synergize and play well together to how can each of these classes be balanced with each other. So the healer should still be able to do enough damage and still have enough survivability, and the DPS should also still be able to do a little, have a little bit of self-sustained. They don't necessarily do the best of either, but they have enough that they're similar to other like it's a to similar comparison. So it, it's more like a individual class balance versus a group balance. Ooh, let me yeah. just now butt in real quick. Uh, to me, Quentin's voice got a little robot-y throughout his No, he's fine talking. on my side. Okay, good. Ooh. Just checking. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, okay. your Discord's having issues today. Oh, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, You sounded fine on my end, though, so it's okay. Yeah. Okay, good. And, and uh, another thing to touch on, like, future shows. I, I think as newer MMOs join the scene and actually get released. That's the big, you know, <laughs> part of it. That's the hardest part. Yeah, it's getting released. Is looking how they change the flow of things and how they, what they implement and what succeeds for them and makes people want to play them. And how Final Fantasy, if they choose to take something from there, how will they work it? Um, I mean, like New World was a, a a good point of something new that came out and launched very successfully, but had a rough time. But now looking at it, the game is is fixed. The content's good. They keep adding new stuff. They're constantly updating and talking to their community. It's though very small. I can see that game doing well in the future. I think once it has maybe an expansion behind it. Um, it's a no man's sky. It's a no. It's exactly it. It's a no man's sky. And I think <laughs> I think no man's sky really turned around, right? Like people really like no man's sky now because of everything they've added. And I think yeah, like we, it's a game that came out a few years ago, but people are like just starting to check it out again, now, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's it's been on Game Pass right for a, a while for free. So now there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I'll just check out Game Pass, right? Because you know, fifteen bucks a month, and I get access to thousands of games for free and I have the entire Bethesda collection and, and so on and so forth. So they the idea behind it is very cool to me. I think I think that No Man's Sky is very interesting and I, I think it's cool that people are checking it out because the Hello Games, you know, did a lot of big talk when they first before they launched that game and then but I gotta give them credit. They stuck to their guns and did promise that every update after the launch of the game would be free because they messed up and they delivered on that. I don't think I, there might have been maybe something paid later on, but they truly delivered free content and free updates for everybody that bought that game. So good, good on them for delivering and, and actually making the game worthwhile. So it's, it's, I think that, you know, people should always go back and check out a game after maybe a year after launch and see what it is. Um, as you can see, we have a lot that we want to talk about in future episodes. There yeah, is there's no <laughs> lack of content here. Yeah, so. Okay, so pivoting back to talking about our episodes. So we've, <laughs> you guys have been around for six years, 200 episodes. Uh, thoughts about what you guys have improved on throughout the years or Everything. haven't improved on throughout the years? Like, what uh, do you think you do better now that you didn't do in, in the beginning? Uh, talking to people. <laughs> everything. Yeah, everything. I Go back I'll... and listen to our first episodes. They were not. No, great, I don't but... want to. <laughs> oh, yeah, they weren't good. But everything now is. Apologies to anyone who has. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sticking around for six. Um, <laughs> the the idea that we can have anybody join as a guest, regardless of fame or not fame, and be able to have a conversation with them, I think is hard for a lot of people, right? Like how do you, how do you get someone to talk that if they're used to talking, it's great. If they're not used to talking, how do you get them to talk and, and how do you get them to be interesting and, and talk about what they're passionate about to make it come across entertaining as well. Mm. <laughs> um, that took a long time to learn. Uh, and it's still not easy. Like you still might get a guest that's shy and, and not used to talking. Um, and you can't trust every, you know, you're also trusting somebody on their end to have decent 
a decent microphone and yeah, you know, decent. Yeah, like I've definitely heard other podcasts where that's definitely an issue that stands out. Like, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, we do Twitch, and yes, this goes on YouTube, but it also goes out to people that don't watch us on Twitch and don't watch us on YouTube, and they have to listen. And having you know good clean mics and I do as yeah, much and, editing as I can to save things sometimes. Yeah. But. And like, I'm the person that usually books guests and I have to say that that's not even the thing I even think to ask about people like, what kind, you know, if they have the right equipment, because people will just say, yeah, I'll be on a podcast. And I don't really like say like, but what kind of mic do you have? <laughs> do you yeah. Know? On one hand, like we, we want people to be on here and we want them to sound really good, which is, Great, but we also don't want to be like, "Hey, you don't have a good mic. You're not allowed." Yeah, to yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We don't want to block our people from joining us just because they can't they, or they don't have a, a yeah. really good yeah. quality mic. Yeah, and I feel like Peter can like have... do enough stuff behind the scenes to like right help help him out a little bit. And we've had people that have inexpensive mics or very cheap mics, and they still sound fine. And we've had people that have really good stuff that had random issues that you know. Yeah, I mean, we've had we, our own we, random nobody issues. Plans, stuff, yeah, so. we've definitely had our own issues. <laughs> All the time. Like, I'm thinking back when you guys were talking to Hottie Chicken, where her, like, camera just, like, cracked out in the middle of the show. And, I mean, she has, like, very good equipment, so it's just... Yeah, that's... No matter how I mean, much like, you repair or whatever, you just never know what yeah. can happen when you're, when you're live. That's, that's the downside of a live show, is, is when you're doing a live show, like, if anything goes wrong during it, it's... You, you have to roll with it. And that's something we've gotten better with as well, I think. Um, do you like think that you'll ever person. not do a live show on Twitch as we record the non-live show on Yeah, Twitch I would say we, we are doing a non-live show right now. So like, we definitely do a mix of them. Uh, but primarily, I think we're going to continue doing live shows because the two reasons that stand out to me are, one, uh, it encourages us to get out and record, right? Like if we just had to record... Um, offline and not yeah, there, there could be a lot more around. procrastination like, involved in, the, in that process. Exactly. We would be like, oh, we'll do it tomorrow. I'm too tired tonight. Let's do it another day or whatever, stuff like that. And to sit down for an hour even or a couple of hours and just talk uh, straight can get very tiring. Um, which might be surprised people who have seen our show as we can talk for hours at a time. <laughs> But it is a very draining, very exhausting thing, especially when there's no one else around. Like just us talking like this does get a little bit more challenging at times than when we're doing a live show. And the other part of it is having that live show. We do have that interaction with people who are there, uh, which is always nice to have. Sometimes it doesn't work out as great because like we are trying to put on a a show that we want to, to get certain things said and we, we want to do certain things so we don't get to interact as often and other times there's places when it's like we, we have a much lighter show or a much more flexible show and we can be more interactive with people um yeah because it's gone like, both yeah, ways where like switched. people in chat have added like good questions and you know enhanced mm-hmm. conversation and then other times somebody will throw out something that's really just like a non sequitur that like doesn't <laughs> go with anything that you womp, try to like womp. yeah it's like yeah. you try to just ignore it and chat and move on or whatever yeah sometimes it can be it can be challenging and then we also have our uh unfunny psyduck joke channel yeah. point redemption that i'm always wondering how that's gonna go if people start like abusing that during a show luckily like, i feel like all of those get postponed to the end of the show. Yeah. I mean, luckily, we'll, we'll though, it feels it. like... <laughs> luckily, it feels like no one really uses those during the show, though. Like, yeah. Because they know we're respectful. recording it. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. people. Thanks for being nice. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> people on the internet were nice. I did. <laughs> I mean, we I have, did. like, a very tiny community, but we have cult- cultivated, like, nice people. I, I think, like, yeah, yeah, we we have. I'm gonna say though, like you asked too, like what what haven't we improved on in the past six years? Uh, I think the two things that I would say we haven't improved on is one, starting on time. <laughs> it's been well, three things. We we still can't start on time. We do our best. We are a lot better than we used to be, but um, 
Don't get me started about yeah. <laughs> getting Peter the other to one, his desk in a, in a proper time frame. We, we also haven't uh, gotten better at going off on tangents. Um, <laughs> or rather, we have gotten better at going off on tangents. Yeah, there's uh, more of the... <laughs> uh, this isn't a bad thing. We haven't improved on it. The podcast has improved and our tangents have gotten better, but we still go off on tangents. Uh, yeah, like our, uh, having things. shows with like show topics, I feel is less frequent because mm-hmm. like there's kind of an idea of what the show will be about, but then you guys get on a tear about something and then, you know, you're off to the races. It's, that's yeah. fine though. That, that, that's not <laughs> a bad thing because that just no. gives us future, nope. future content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I think the final thing that we haven't improved on is experimental comedy. No, that's not got any better. <laughs> nope. Yeah, any of this kind of stuff that requires like planning, you know, throughout the week or whatever has been harder. Like, you know, I know there hasn't been a ghost phone in quite a while because it takes time to like write that content and prepare it or whatever. And we just haven't had time. But because that we're, you know, switching our recording schedule for now, maybe that could change since we have a lot more time to plan for the next podcast. So. Maybe expect more experimental comedy in the future. Maybe. Flush <laughs> of work. You can have more. It's still not going to make it better. No. No, well, it will be good, but maybe there'll be just people. Yeah, because it, it'll, be, it'll be Ghost Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not doing Moon Breather voice again. That I don't think that went well. <laughs> it went so well. I was thinking. <laughs> Nobody even knew it was you. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> Nobody knew. I remember because I, I I edited your voice. It was <laughs> I, I gave you a higher pitch voice, and I and I, <laughs> it worked well. Make, making me say, oh, what was it? Something about slapping cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so that's what the kids say. <laughs> As if we needed more proof that our experimental comedy has not improved and has, in fact, possibly gotten worse. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's true. People like it. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Right. I mean, we don't really show at mailstreamradio.com. <laughs> yeah, please. I would love an email. I, I check the email box less yeah, often than I originally spam. did, but, but it's mostly spam. I would love to get yeah. an actual email from a person. I don't think I would know what to do. <laughs> like, did, are, is this, are you writing the if right? If you email us, we will give you a personalized response. Yeah, we, we really will. Email. It's true. Uh, but yeah, like we've had a really big six years, 200 episodes, uh, 208 if we really want to count all of these bonus episodes. Plus the uh, Here With Me series, which was yeah, on we have the, the Here main With Me series, feed. which is another handful. There's a couple sound bites um, peppered in there when that first started. Wasn't there? Uh, they're on the feed, but they're not counted as episodes, I think. Oh, they're still, you know, if they're on the main feed, they're still, you know, they content. still count something. Yeah, there's, there's still content. We're still we're busting out lots of stuff. You never know what'll what'll come next. Yeah. Maybe maybe down the road uh, there'll be like an offshoot Quentin podcast with him and somebody else. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you say no now, but I mean, you never know. I have been in podcasting for about 12 years now, and I have never had an interest in starting my own. But like if someone came to you and said, hey, would you like to be on my show about blah, blah, blah? Like as a I mean, pro- full-time host? No. One but one maybe podcast like a featured guest star. I've I've gone on other people's podcasts before. I've been on uh, the Weekly Cooldown. Well, no, but that's as like just a you know a guest. But like if someone like yeah. said, "Hey, like I would like us to do podcasts together," you know, every month or something like that. Mm, no, probably not. <laughs> I I feel like you say no now, but I I feel like if the right offer came along, you'd be like. We'd have to see. To write like, what, if, what if somebody started like a, a Stardew podcast and wanted you to like be a, a guest correspondent once a month or something to give your updates of how your Stardew is going? 
Star dudes. Yeah. Can we start the star dudes? That is a great name. <laughs> that is a great. That's uh, a fantastic uh, no, name. Like, even even like I enjoy Stardew and all that, but I'm not like a huge Stardew person. Like there are tons of people that know more than I do. I barely have scratched the surface of this game, and you've seen how much that I've been playing more than like you've played, and I am still learning a lot of stuff and figuring out stuff. And there's I've seen stuff that I had no idea was even around here. The game um, seems more of just like it's a good game to to stream because it's chill and there's. A variety yeah. of content and you can get other people in the mix and and that's really why I streamed it is because it's relaxing, it's fun, and it's something that I can do and hang out with some friends while I wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's nice in that it is relaxing and we can just kind of chill and hang out and do stuff that is not stressful. I'm Aside impressed that you're always on your camera before. every stream. Yep. And you're like always like dressed well and like Seem like you have your, your shit together. You <laughs> say that I'm dressed well. I'm like, this is just how I normally dress. It's usually t-shirts and shorts. I mean, I guess we that. don't know what's going on like from the waist down. You could just be poo-bearing it for all we know. But Nah, I, I wear shorts. <laughs> Even today, like I woke up, we were, we're doing this episode, and I have, like, I, I'm dressed. We're not on camera or anything. I didn't have to get dressed, but... But yeah, okay, Stardew for me is more of a, a means to an end of being able to hang out and do something that's low stakes. Like, yes, it gets a little stressful when we're trying to rush back to bed when it's 1.30 in the morning and we're about to pass out. But overall, like that, that's not really high stakes. It's not like, oh my god, I, I'm going out to this creature and it's going to kill me. I'm going to reset all my pro progress. I'm going to lose my corpse. All my loot's going to be on here and it's going to take me 10 hours to get back here. That's EverQuest. <laughs> that is EverQuest. Well, not so much anymore because we don't have to do corpse runs and we don't lose our gear anymore. But thank goodness. True. Okay, it, it's nice because of that. And if there was another game that was like that, I would go and play that game as well. Like Peter, I don't, I don't like think you you gave your thoughts about what you think that you've improved on or not improved on with the podcast throughout the years? Uh, <laughs> I mean, my, like how I edit the show has gotten better. Uh, initially, I think the first, the first 50 or 60 episodes, I did not like how they edit, like the edited show sound like to me did not sound well. Now it sounds great. Uh, I think part of it was, the tech that we've upgraded part of it was software my editing software didn't change but the software that allowed me to like remove some of the background noise on my mic has helped the new mic has helped the software that they've updated recently has helped uh mm -hmm. that as well uh so you're that's all good you're in a good like sound proof space now yeah. in your, your office yeah um, like I know it's gotten better and to the point where I have a like a fan on at like very low setting but I have a fan on to, to just make sure air moves around my office and like it's not heard on on the mic so mm -hmm. we 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 know that that's and my computer is next to my desk so you it, it's a separate that's on its own stand so it doesn't like vibrate the desk or anything like that just to prevent that from happening but like everything that I could possibly do to like minimize sound and vibrations and everything is changed um show wise uh i don't know i i think how i approach topics might have changed um I, I i still like focus things as you know quinn and i discussing things but you know i you know, over time, you know, where we were very Final Fantasy focused, I think we started pivoting. And I think that's something we do well is, like you said, is bringing, connecting a different MMO to Final Fantasy 14. Well, while I would think a lot of the community may not necessarily care <laughs> about, <laughs> about that uh, overall, I think there are people that play a lot of MMOs, right? And there's people that 
play World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy XIV, and Guild Wars 2. They jump between MMOs. When there's a lull in one, they'll go to another one. Final Fantasy XIV has a lull right now. So people are playing other things. And the fact that we have the ability to Yeah, like to the mindset about, that you can only play one doesn't really exist yeah. anymore. And the fact, because there, there's more options. <laughs> so like, yeah. you know, back in, you know, in the yield days, I mean, when it first started, I mean, you had Ultima Online and EverQuest really like leading the charge and then World of Warcraft. I mean, there were other games out there, but World of Warcraft came on the scene and then like things exploded at that point. And then everybody wanted to make an MMO and then it hurt the genre. Like I have a lot of opinions on that, so I'm not going to dive into today, but I think it's important to to talk about them because I think as a genre, as a whole, MMOs have suffered the most and a, a lot of companies are afraid to make MMOs now because of the cost and time that goes into them. Um, I am shocked that Amazon got New World out the door, even even in the state that was it was in just launching it is is unbelievable to me because of the amount of work it takes to get that done. Um, you know, and it, it, it is getting better. Uh, I, I, you know, I, they've added a new weapon type. They've added, you know, an ending raid. They're, you know, like they're doing, they're heading in the right direction. And like, bar, like I, I don't think any MMO, including Final Fantasy XIV, has ever had a smooth launch. <laughs> so, and it's weird because like, as much as I, I hate to say that, like, you know, like games like New World had like industry veterans working on it. Like I still I don't want to say, you know, it like it like didn't. How did you not see this? To, like, how could you not think of it? Like it, it's. I think everybody's still learning. And, and but not learning from the past. <laughs> and and but I, I still think it's interesting what new things they think of and and what they do next. Like Guild Wars 2 had dungeon systems that let you choose your own path. We just was announced on Friday that, hey, there's going to be new dungeons that we're adding two of them that have multiple paths and have different story arcs if you choose the different paths. Guild Wars 2 Yeah, I that. think that's cool that you'll have to do it a couple times to get the complete story for the dungeon. I and, think that's very neat. And Guild Wars 2 did that years ago now. The, whenever they launched their second mm -hmm. expansion, that's now, what, four or five years old at this point? Uh, so I'd have thought even longer, but maybe yeah. longer. Yeah, maybe longer. It's it's been years since that dungeon, but it's a good dungeon system. It was very interesting, and I'll tell you, at the time, nobody else did that. So I can see a lot of people in the MMO sphere that only play Final Fantasy saying, "Oh, there's no other MMO that does this," and that's not true. Um, so I think clearing that air up and making people aware that you know that other games have this. And, and and yet to be seen, it may not be done. It may not be done as well as Guild Wars 2 did it, because I think Guild Wars 2 had the same time restraints and there was different treasure. Like there was also, like you could risk reward going extra like these hidden paths in the dungeons as well. Where we, I don't think Final Fantasy will have hidden paths for extra treasure. So maybe that's something that in the future they'll add. And, and I think they should, because we don't know what the reward system for those dungeons are. If they're just like, I did it. <laughs> like, you know, just is it just completion or is it is there a reward system in place? So I don't know yet, uh, but I would love to see it. And then I will give my thoughts then. But of course, I think as again, as, as new MMOs come out, like when I when Pantheon comes out, what does that look like? And what is what do they add? And, you know, I, I see what they're. Yeah, I feel like you've been following that for a long time. Be, it, yeah, mm -hmm. and I, I mean, I don't want to dive into it today, but yes, uh, and the, <laughs> there's some things that they're adding that I think is really like I, I like climbing in MMOs. I ever EverQuest two had climbing. Uh, Pantheon's going to have climbing. I just I enjoy verticality, and 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 I like the idea that uh, a dungeon could have multiple paths, and one of those paths is up or down, <laughs> and so all just not underwater. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe to get to another side of things, but uh, not combat, please. Mm -mm. I tra traversing, yes. Underwater traverse traversal, fine. Underwater combat, no. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I think that's interesting, right? And like, 
the fact that you're like, oh, you're going to get better at climbing and like you'll be able to climb higher and further. And, and you know, what does that look like if you can climb the, to the top of a mountain? What's up there? Like, I like exploration in MMOs and I, you know, I know, I, I know it's up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Whatever's up there is never going to be good. So, no, it's, it's a Korok. There's, it's always a Korok. It's a, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was the Korok. So, uh, but that, that, that never leave stuff like that. So, uh, uh, you know, that, that's it. Like, I think that's where we're getting we're getting better at, and I'm I'm excited to see how the future of the genre changes and how Final Fantasy adapts to it. I think we kind of want to wrap things up because we didn't want to go like full on like episode length, but you know, here oh. we are, 45 minutes in. <laughs> uh, we got to some of the like warm fuzzy things that I thought we'd touch on, but uh, I mean, we're, we're short we had some preamble so we're 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 good for maybe another five minutes so <laughs> i guess uh, to wrap up everything. I, I, yeah we can we can wrap it up with six. some some business sure just uh remind everyone that we switched our recording schedule to mm-hmm. uh twice a month so that's did we decide that's bi-monthly yes or is or is bi-monthly every two months it is both i believe <laughs> All right, so we're we're recording a podcast two times a month. So yeah, we'll we'll put it out there on Twitter. We'll have it on our Discord. Like for July, our recordings are going to be Friday, July fifteenth, and Saturday, July Mm thirtieth. So more details about those episodes when they get closer. Uh, And in the meantime, uh, the remaining Fridays are just going to kind of be a mixed bag. Yeah. Yeah, there might be solo streams. There might be some team streams. Might, yesterday was uh, a Friday. <laughs> yeah, yesterday, uh, Quentin and Peter did a uh, continuation of their We Were Here Forever stream. So, so good. Such yes. a good game. So Which good so far. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's like those type of games are really where you guys shine. Because like you guys are both like... So few of them. You guys are, are voracious puzzle solvers. <laughs> oh man, can't can't wait for the the uh, rusty lake two person puzzle. And also the 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 like for me, it's entertaining the way you try to explain things to each other. And like, like I I was listening and like not watching the stream and just hearing like Peter try to describe like a what was it a uh, a seven with piercings or something like that. And then, <laughs> yep. then Quentin's like, that's an E. <laughs> so I don't know what it looked like on the screen, but the way that was described was very funny. <laughs> it it worked. Part. It did work. Uh, the symbol related to the the musical note, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's. I think that that helps that we've been doing this for so long now. Like we've we've been podcasting for six years. We've known each other for slightly longer than that. Like, yeah, you guys uh, speak each other's languages. Yeah, we we can figure out what's going on pretty quickly, <laughs> which is even though no one else may understand it. <laughs> yeah. So please look forward to that. More streams, a little less yeah. podcasts, but more streams. Yeah, but we still still have our regular streams. Uh, I'm still going to be streaming on Sunday with my nice cozy morning stream. Uh, Peter's still going to be streaming on Monday with BBD because like this upcoming well. I guess this will come out in the Monday. I think will already have happened, but Final Fantasy is going to be down for the day, so I don't think we'll be doing yeah. that. But then Peter and I hey, talked about maybe yeah. doing some other things. So <laughs> <laughs> there was a game that I, yeah, there was a game that I purchased that it might be a thing where I'm playing and Peter is guiding me through. So we'll we'll see. Susan's going to be a streamer by the end of this year. Oi vey. <laughs> not, not. Let, let me work on getting uh, headphones with cat ears then and some neon signs behind me so I can up my... No, you don't need cat ears. You need bunny ears. <laughs> or, uh, or horns. I was going to say frog ears, but frogs don't have ears. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I'm going to eyeballs. No, no. We're getting frog ears. <laughs> 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 Hoggers are just little holes. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> so, so Wait, you're gonna give to Susan that. a lobotomy? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just, just, no, just find like a cheap pair of headsets and put some holes in. <laughs> there you go. 
Throw, throw some LEDs on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, like, Sad rip it. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyways, if you're interested in any of this, uh, we are still trying to reach 666 followers uh, to make Peter do a full Hades run. We are uh, just under 20 away, so we're getting closer to yeah, that. We're getting close. And uh, when we once we hit that, Peter's going to do a actually going to complete Hades, which may take. At least a day. Who knows? Oh, uh, so we'll see when that happens. Peter may but have to take some time off of work to, to do this hate stream. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> after that, we're aiming for 777 followers to uh, catch up with our Team Whiskers uh, group. Yes, yes. Uh, and we'll have a Kigurumi stream ready. Uh, and we have and Kigurumis ready, all three of us. I, 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 I inserted myself into this challenge because I just want a reason to buy a Kigurumi and now I have one and I just want to wear it. Like, I'm excited. Yeah, we, we can't wear them yet. Um, I've tried mine on. No one knows what it is. No one knows what Susan's is. Uh, we know what Peter's is. But uh, yeah, so if you want to see that, help us get to 777. Tell your friends. Oh, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your mom. Yeah. Moms like us. Mm. Tell, <laughs> tell your kings, tell your queens. Mel's from Radio 2022. Moms like us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so send the message to your kings, to your queens, and all the non binary royals in between. Also down with the patriarchy. That, that is why. <laughs> <laughs> and the matriarchy. Really just, yeah. And the archies. <laughs> Well, <laughs> did it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yep. I think I think we're gonna end on that. Thank you for joining Hell's us, everyone. Uh, join us again on Twitch for uh, episode two hundred one on Friday, July fifteenth. Right, bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. Bye. Oh yeah! Until C swallows all. Keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is brought to you by maelstromradio.com and Blackfire Media. Produced by Flattis, Shintier, and Susan Sprinkle. Join us live Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash maelstromradio. Send email to show at maelstromradio.com, tweet us at maelstrom underscore radio, or join our Discord at maelstromradio.com slash discord. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on today's show.